Hey listeners, and welcome to My Streaming Bubble. It's the podcast where I talk about the shows that I love with the people I tolerate. I'm your host, Jen, and today Dozer's back and we continue our original versus remake horror movie series. This time, our way through the Friday the 13th, uh, 1980 versus 2009. Sup, Dozer? Oh, not much. Same old, same old. I feel like it's been a long time since we've actually talked, so... It has. It's weird though, because I've like, I've edited, I think everything else we've recorded so far. So I've heard your voice a lot in the last few weeks. My apologies. (laughs) Accepted. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, is that how we're going to start this out already? Okay. (laughs) Well, like you said, it's been a while. So, um, so yeah, today we are going to be talking about the Friday the 13th, 1980s versus the 2009 version. Um, I guess, spoiler warning for a movie that has that was originally released over 40 years ago. So spoilers um, <laughs> for Friday the 13th and the Jason character. And before we get into it, I want to just kind of quickly redefine the... Um, remake versus reboot versus reimagining so remake closely recreates the original film reboot resets the continuity of a particular film series reimagining a remake with one big change so um when i sat down to watch the 2009 version the other night i thought i was getting a remake i i didn't know that this was a reboot this is more of a reboot because of the big changes that were made. Like my first note on the 2009 version is what? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was going to say like, even in the intro to the movie, they like condense uh, Friday the 13th, the original part one into like, what was it just in the credit scene alone? Pretty much. That was it. it. Yeah. It was just like a real quick kind of uh, prologue or whatever. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And it was just the ending and they even changed kind of how the original Friday ended so we've got in the reboot version in this like flashback we've got our quote I guess Alice our final girl going up against Mrs. Voorhees but then she runs off she seems to make it she's not attacked she's not pulled into the lake or anything so I was like Mm -hmm. what the fuck (laughs) yeah and Um, I even think isn't Jason just kind of standing there as the kid watching it where like he was supposed to have already be in the lake drowned like he Mm -hmm. doesn't see it actually but he just knows of it Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. so what were your thoughts then on the reboot well we'll start we'll start with this little nugget of information it was done by platinum dunes which is ran owned whatever by michael bay again Mm -hmm. here we go I kind of forgot about, I knew that going into it years ago when I first saw it and it kind of slipped my mind and I was like, wait a minute, I know that name's from somewhere. And then I looked it up. Yeah. Another Michael Bay goddamn production. So if, if you're not a fan, like I am of his more recent remakes and stuff like that, you'll, you'll know where I'm coming from on this one. So. Yeah. I saw that too. And I was just like, oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, so now we got two of them in a row now that we're doing <laughs> God damn you, Dozer. <laughs> I, I, and I, totally, I totally spaced on that point. So that one is my fault. I did know this going in. I just forgot about it. <laughs> I mean, I understand wanting to put that out of your mind, not retaining that information, but 
so yeah. So then what were your thoughts? Did you, when was like the first time that you watched the 2009 version? I think I actually saw it in a theater. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, I also saw Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake in the theater too. And that was even worse. That was even I mean, worse. All I can say about that is that at least the kids in the back row were more entertaining than the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, like I, like we covered already, did not care for the uh, nightmare remake, but this one, the Friday reboot, I kind of wish I'd almost, I almost wish I had sat down and watched it earlier. Cause had I known it was a reboot, I think I, cause I kind of feel like I need to watch it again. Cause it's still kind of settling in. Cause like I said, I thought I was getting a straight up remake. So all these changes that they made kind of smushing the first four Friday movies into this rebooted version. I'm not entirely sure how I feel about that. Part of me kind of likes it, but a part of me kind of doesn't. <laughs> Well, and that and that's the other thing too. Like, do you stop at the first four when you think of when you when you watch this remake or, or reboot, or do you take the whole like most of the series into account, or do you just take like the first even three? Yeah, like, I I I have a hard time figuring out how to really pick this one apart. <laughs> I kind of feel like this is the first, at least the first three, maybe a little bit of the of the fourth fourth one as well I it almost feels like with this reboot that maybe there are sequels planned and then will there will maybe smoosh in bits from the later sequels well I won't get into that story quite yet that I teased you with earlier but <laughs> yes <it>. there were <laughs> just like Nightmare this was supposed to have had uh sequels this was supposed to be like an ongoing thing but yeah, due to the, well, I guess I could just, you want me to just drop it now? Just drop it now. All right. <laughs> I need to know. All right. So what wound up happening, and I forget exactly when this all became about, I, I want to say it was 2016, maybe 2015, where the whole Friday the 13th, I don't know what I want to say, franchise got caught up in a lawsuit between Sean Cunningham, who was the original director of the first uh, Friday. And the writer, uh, I want to say it's Victor Miller from the first uh, Friday. Mm -hmm. And apparently there's a law that states that a writer or creator can take back the rights to something they created. And so apparently Sean Cunningham had the rights and that's why we got all these franchises and stuff like that. I mean, he's out to make a buck and to well, to make a buck, but to actually, you know, carry on with the story and stuff too. He kind of cares about it. And so I think Victor Miller just wanted a piece of that pie and decided to sue for the rights and got it. But now he doesn't want to do anything with it. He just wants his share of the pie and then that's it. And so when this really became an issue was back in, I think it was 2016, maybe a little earlier when a a video game developer was trying to develop a Friday the 13th game, which is actually a pretty fun game. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, really actually scary, but, but um, they wound up running into some licensing rights there too. And while the game was still able to come out and make a profit, they were no longer allowed to add updates of any kind. Hmm. 
Like you couldn't, they couldn't build more maps or anything like that. And I don't know if that got reversed too. I haven't, I was, I didn't quite get to that part. But yeah, so right now, that the whole legal battle, and apparently last year one of the judges in the case died. So it's 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 just dragging on. Like it was supposed to have been done. This this whole thing was supposed to have been done back in June of last year, and then it got pushed to July, and then August, and then I think the the judge died in September or October, and now it's just it's just stalled it instantly. But with Vic, but with Victor Miller winning his previous court cases they are they're thinking that he'll win this one however apparently sean cunningham is now suing warner brothers and somebody else to get some weird other rights to the franchise so that they can still put out movies or something like that it's it's just a mess right now and how they're going about this so all, all the reviews I've seen that were on a lot of the videos I watched, they were done about a month ago. And they're saying there, there won't be another Friday uh, movie in our lifetimes. Hmm. So well, I, I guess that's, I'm okay that's your answer. That. <laughs> well, if they're going to be like this last one, I'm fine with it too. Yeah. Yeah. Like this one. So compared to the first one, they, they upped the sex to like skin of oh my level. gosh. And I actually read that like Michael Bay walked out of the premiere because there was too much sex. That's <laughs> like, oh, poor you. Did he not watch it before? As a producer? Well, exactly. How do you not know what's going on? Like, you're just clearly you don't give a shit. So that's that oh, was okay. my that takeaway from right. that. Um, that sounds more about right. But uh, yeah, so they upped the sex, uh, upped, got more creative with the death scenes. And we had a lot more characters. I don't know how I feel about having this many characters in the movie. Well, to be fair, all you're really doing is watching it for the interesting ways Jason can kill a person. That is true. I mean, and the special effects. So if, if you want to water down the cat, which was already watered down as far as I'm concerned, because this is another one of those movies where you do not give a shit about any of them. Yeah, no. In fact, some of their deaths, you're just like, they can die anytime now, anytime now. Pretty much, pretty much. But I but, thought the yeah. whole, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No. <laughs> you are my guest. Say, I was just going to say though, but like I said, other than, other than the, um, the fact that you're just watching for the interesting ways and the, and the special effects, I mean, yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not expecting some great novel writing, you know, greatness, you know, nuggets of truth, no war and peace or anything like that. So <laughs> Very true. So they, they were able to provide us with many death scenes, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, there was a little bit of fun for me in trying to figure out, okay, who's going to be the final girl and or guy. So, cause we get, we get the little black and white flashback kind of flashback set up to show that Jason quickly picks up the machete mantle and is like, yep, we're going to just start killing motherfuckers as soon as we can mm-hmm. and then we move into this like other group of kids that what they happen to be like just on a road trip or they're heading to the camp or something but they're not like no one's going there to be counselors um are you talking the main the main care the main story or the one that that starts the movie the one that starts the movie 
Okay, yeah. No, apparently they know some guy knew a guy that planted a bunch of pot out there. So they were just going to farm all that stuff. Yes, because that's, that's right. what they were doing. Is they were out there trying to look for this pot field, I guess. I don't yep. know what you call that, but it, it wasn't a field, but because it's in the it's in the woods, but yeah, but yeah, a big where there's a fuckload of of pot plants. Because apparently, I was reading like that's part of Jason's pull, like trap to lure people in. Even though I also read that this version of Jason is more territorial, so it's more like you step come near his shit. And he's going to kill you. Not so much just seeking revenge for lazy, unattentive counselors. He's just like, stay away from my shit. I didn't really think about that aspect. I mean, I noticed the way that his, because I watched one of the behind the scenes videos Mm. and they were talking about how they wanted to make him more realistic. So you saw him running and you Mm -hmm. saw him setting traps and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I noticed that part, but I didn't really think about like the whole territorial kind of thing versus trying to lure people. And that doesn't seem like, yeah, it didn't really make any sense. Cause it's like, and I, cause I think it's one of the bits of trivia on IMDB that he uses like this pot field at, you know, cause kids get the rumor and then they travel up there. So he kind of uses it to like again as a lure to kill them but then it also says that this version of jason is just territorial so it's like so to satisfy your need to kill because <laughs> you're territorial <laughs> like yeah, it doesn't it, make any fucking sense yeah i mean if you if you're territorial you'd want people off your area mm-hmm. but if you're trying to seek revenge then it would make sense yeah. that you would try to lure people in so sort of yeah, so I'm not sure where either of those bits are coming from other than just IMDb. So if there was maybe like an interview or something that had been done where that was more explicitly better explained, but it's just kind of like, what? <laughs> it was confusing. It didn't make sense. Well, I've also been told before that don't listen to anything you read on IDBM trivia. They said a lot of people just make some of that stuff up. Yeah, there are. there's a lot of stuff where you kind of read it and you're just like, all right, some Yahoo just added this in. But it's like, you can do the same thing with Wikipedia. So everything you read, just grain of salt. Yeah. If, you, if, there, if you happen to find a separate article that addresses or brings up, touches on any of those topics, fan articles, con stuff, whatever, then great. But um, especially like the longer the trivia list is and the further down you get, you're just like, you're just, anyways. <laughs> so with the 2009 reboot version, we basically get like two sets of kids, teenagers or whatever. And within the first set, one of the girls just goes missing. She isn't killed. We don't get a, we don't get an on-screen death for her. And then in the second group of kids, there's not even in the second group of kids because Jared Padalecki stars as Clay and he is the brother of the girl that goes missing, Whitney. And so he's just trying to find his sister. And then he kind of keeps running into this other group of people that the rich dude's straight away don't like him they're just assholes to him i don't know like like you said didn't give a shit about any of these characters so i didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to the dialogue (laughs) no and wake me when someone's murdered (laughs) well and not only that and i noticed this uh yesterday when i was re-watching it um did you ever did you get to the point in the movie where you just kind of just zoned right out and you just did not care 
I actually fell asleep last night while I was watching it and like twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just, yeah. So there was definitely points where I was like, all right, we're taking a little bit too long in between the murder scenes. Yeah. Let's keep it rolling. Um, but yeah, I guess so there was a bit of fun and because we had a larger cast in the reboot, I did have a little fun trying to guess who was going to be the final girl and or guy. So originally in the first group, I thought Whitney, but then even though we don't get her death on screen, I was like, oh, maybe not, but there's still potential. So then when the Clay character is introduced as her brother, I was like, so Whitney could still absolutely be the final girl. And mm -hmm. she is. But for a while, I thought it was going to be, uh, what's her name? Jenna is the character's yeah. name. Played by, uh, what's her name? She's Danielle Panna Baker. Yes. Because I, I recognize I got, I got her from Flash. Stuff. Nice. Oh, I never, I, I, I recognize none of these people. See, I recognize Jared Padalecki from Gilmore Girls and Supernatural and Danielle um, from The Flash. I think that's, those were the only only people in the cast that I recognized. Well, did you recognize the sheriff though, Richard Berge? I did, but I didn't look him up. Where where do I know him from? Oh, tell you can't. me. I tell got, me. Uh, to be fair, I don't know what you would know him for, but he's been in a lot of movies. Well, I shouldn't say a lot, but yeah. Well, he was. Oh, he was one of the bad guys in Hostel Part Two. Okay. Um. Oh, oh, you know what he was in? Hmm. It was, uh, come on, brain. Jesus Christ, where is it? Firefly. He was Lieutenant Womack. Oh, okay. That's where it was. That's what it was. That's where I know him from. But yeah, he's, I guess he hasn't been on a whole lot of movies, but his, his uh, Wikipedia here for TV shows mm -hmm. is long. Yeah. All the way back to 1986. Oof. He's yeah, he's been on a lot of stuff. Maybe not so much as a staple, but he's been on TV quite a bit. And it's looking like if you watch Law and Order and mm -hmm. CIS, you've seen him quite a bit. So yeah. I love how like the law and orders are kind of they've been around for so long that literally everyone's been on at least one law and order. Yeah. So anytime I see if I recognize an actor and I pull up their IMDb, if I'm not recognizing anything from of recent, and then I see a Law & Order credit, I'm just like, that's got to be it. <laughs> yep. Let's see, what else about this movie? I, yeah, I don't really know what else I can say because I'm still kind of like sitting with this resetting of everything and, you know, the expectation versus the reality of what I got with this with this version. There were some things that I did like, a lot of things I didn't like. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the didn't like outweighs the likes. Yeah. But I didn't like hate this one as much as I hated the nightmare remake. Exactly. I agree with that statement too. I feel like people should give this one a chance because of the resetting of the continuity and everything and, and the lore of Jason and yeah. And just kind of determine whether or not that's something you're down with or not because it's kind of interesting. But the thing about the original one is that that was the, that was the twist was that it was the mom the whole time. Correct. And so we don't really get any big twisty things like that. It's just, it's set up that it's Jason straight away throughout the movie. And he even gets his uh, hockey mask in the movie 
Whereas in the original franchise, he doesn't get it until like the third movie. Yep, it was the third. It was when that uh, nerd kid, Shelly, he was using a hockey mask to play jokes. And then all of a sudden one of his friends, or he dies, Jason takes it. And then then everybody still thinks that Shelly's just playing jokes and Jason winds up ripping people to shreds. So, but yeah, that was the third one. Otherwise, yeah, he, in the second one, he had the, the sack like he did in the reboot too for that for that entire movie for the second one yeah so it's yeah i did also like how we did see him run and that he was like scary fast that was a little unsettling (laughs) yeah especially in that when that with the opening scene with uh you know when he's killing those what four or five Mm -hmm. that are there that start the movie and the way he moves and you gotta credit uh derek mears who played jason this time in that remake or a reboot i can't i should keep calling it a reboot um he did a fantastic job with the way he his movements were he really made that scary mm-hmm. like the way the speed and the accuracy and the in the thought that it, it it makes like they said like i said they wanted to make him a little more realistic so like how is he catching these teenagers that are running through the forest if he's only walking well yeah. technically he's not He's got to run, but then they also show the tunnel system mm-hmm. underneath, underneath the, the camp and the little trip wires and stuff. So he knows where people are coming from, if they're coming around at all, you know, yep. st- stuff like that. I, I thought it was, it, it really made it a little more scarier. I agree very, cause it's a lot more like deliberate and all this thought and time and effort into his murder traps and just murdering people like damn you are serious about what you do (laughs) granted you don't pay shit but still (laughs) but you know what you you know what they say but if you were if you work a job you love you never work a day in your life so goddamn right (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i thought i thought the movements really added a level of scariness that i don't know what did you what did you think of the guy who played jason too I thought he did a really good job. I mean, and I think it helped because we saw how fast he was and we saw him run and just, so I thought he did. I thought he did a good job. There was the scene where there, the one girl was water skiing or whatever, topless, and then hit by the boat because Jason shoots the driver in the head with the bow and arrow. And then we just see him like standing off to the shore, all super creepy, like, and as simple as that is to just stand there and be menacing he did a really good fucking job maybe it was just the shot itself and kind of mixed within the trees and in the scene and everything but I was unsettled yeah yeah it was definitely that you're right that was definitely one of the more unsettling moments scarier moments in the movie actually yeah it never had anything to really do with like the killings in and of themselves it was maybe the lead up or or just the way he you know he hears something you see jason hears something behind him just the way he moves it's just you you know your day's fucked then yep what about you what were your thoughts on on the actor's portrayal i so he's been in a a few movies he's not a nobody in the horror business he was actually he actually played a uh, what was it a SWAT guy and I don't know if you've ever seen the hatchet series I have not oh it's, it's, it's a good odd. time oh yeah that time. guy it's that guy yeah he was he was the uh yeah the lead SWAT guy and I think it was the third one he was in 
Yep, Hatchet Three. Okay. Oh, he was and Swamp he, Thing in Swamp Thing. Yeah, he was in Predators. Mm-hmm. He was uh, or he's been in The Hills Have Eyes. So he's yeah. he's not he's not new to the horror genre. So he really knew how to do this. <laughs> he was on a couple episodes of The Flash with mm-hmm. Danielle Panabecker. That's funny. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, I love him. But I mean, nothing's gonna nothing. I mean, as good as he did, I still love the Kane Hodder, Jason. Mm-hmm. Those, those, I don't like that guy was born to play Jason. <laughs> and it's really disappointing that they didn't bring him back for even the uh, Jason versus Freddy movie. I was really disappointed yeah. about that. But that yeah, was mostly because they didn't want such a big guy next to Robert England. Oh, that sure. was their rationale behind it. Like, how is Freddy supposed to take on this guy? Which, if it was a dream sequence, it wouldn't matter. Exactly. But, I, but you knew at some point the playing field was going to start to be level in that movie. So you couldn't have this mammoth guy. Yeah, yeah. Was Freddy versus, was that one um, after Jason goes to space? Or is that one before? Mm, no, it was after, I believe. Okay. Because honestly, because I remember I, being disappointed about that. Because honestly, after like the fourth, Friday I really kind of started I didn't I didn't keep up with the franchise I mean I remember hearing him come out and I think maybe watching him here and there but it wasn't like oh yeah another one <laughs> yeah so I kind of remember in space like seeing bits and pieces of it and I remember bits and pieces of uh Jason versus Freddy um yeah because I think after shit just seems to kind of go a little bonkers with that franchise which is and, and that's not a bad thing but it just wasn't for me. Some of these weird, like not weird, but the superpowers and all those other kind of aspects that they decided to bring in. Um, I don't know. Just, I was like, eh, pass. Yeah. They probably should have really just stopped after uh, Friday four. Yeah. You know, when they tried to actually closed i mean they they seriously that was supposed to be the final one mm-hmm. but it turned out there was too much money to be made and then they yep. fucked everything up with the fifth movie and then got things back on track with six but seven's okay but eight was it's which not is, the worst one in the series but which is your favorite out of the original franchise sequels and original like how far as far like, as you want to take it I would have to say six was probably my favorite and other was... than other than Freddy versus Jason. Cause I think Freddy versus Jason was just, it was brilliantly done. I mean, the ending kind of left you a little wanting more, but, but overall that movie is at my absolute favorite for both franchises. Okay. But six would have to be for, for, for 13th. It would have to be number six, just cause I think, the special effects were uh, really good and um the 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 way they made jason look was actually kind of terrifying with the clothes rotting on him and you could see his spine through through the back of his shirt and stuff it was really i thought they did a fantastic job with that one with six right on. what about you what's your favorite one um at I least the have... ones that you've seen yeah so for me it would be out of the first four and Let's see. I think maybe, maybe the second one, 
but it's been a it's a I haven't seen these any of the sequels since maybe like high school or my 20s so it's that's okay. a few years <laughs> no um, that's fair but yeah I yeah, I think because the second one, because is, is it the second one where one of the like the final girl or whatever, she finds like that shanty, the shack that's got like the shrine and and the bodies or whatever, like the shrine to his mom or something. Yes, or that, that would the be the second okay. one. No, that was the second one. OK. For some reason, the second one, but it's between the second and third ones that those two are the ones that really stand out the most for me. Those are the ones that maybe saw the most as a child when I, <laughs> when I was younger. Yeah. Um so, yeah. What's your least favorite? Ugh, the reboot. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I get that. It, I'm not sure because, like I said, I didn't really follow the franchise through uh, Beyond Four. Um, I could tell you, Timmy, Timmy's is uh, in space. Said it really. They really lost him after that one. <laughs> well. I feel like that's jumping, like you literally jumped the shark then at that point. Like if you're, if you're, if you've got yeah. a movie that like critters in space, leprechaun in space, yep. Jason in space, come yep. on now, now we, now we're just done. Now yeah. you've officially just given up. Yeah. Like that one clearly is just, uh, Hey, this is yeah, just deaths in space. Like we don't care about anything right now. We just want to, but he didn't, you- he didn't find the upgrade to Jason all that cool though. Um, well, he didn't give his favorite, but he, he did say that after space that he, that's when he was done. All right. That's fair. So, yeah. We didn't talk a whole heck of a lot about it because the kids were like, uh, can you guys stop talking about this? Quit <laughs> 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 so. teasing us with something we can't watch. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, can we watch it? Um, like, no. So let's see. How did you feel about the final girls, Alice compared to Whitney? Oh, I hate Whitney. It, Alice will win every time um, yeah. in that one. I, like I said earlier, it there, you just got behind absolutely nobody in this one. And Whitney, like you don't see her for half the movie, mm-hmm. so you don't really have that connection or, or you really want to see her do it because by that time when she when you find out she's actually still alive you've more or less just given up on the movie anyway because you just hate everybody else and you're just like yep i mean i think it's like when they when the when the one kid goes to fix the the chair he broke and he's got to go down in the shed Mm -hmm. like everything after that scene or everything after that scenario where they where jason torches them to try to lure other people out and all that Yeah. After that, I just, my brain shuts off and I don't even remember watching the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, I'm just so bored and done with it. Like, it's like, all right, yeah, there's another sex scene where they, the writing was absolutely shit. Who says stupendous tits? <laughs> like, who the hell said, and he says it like twice or three times. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> no shit. I, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, ugh, forget it. And then, yeah, and then it's like, and then it's just like, I think it's too long because I think, what's her name? Bree, the girl he acted, that, that one sex scene is about, she's like, goes upstairs and gets killed. And that's pretty much like, there's only one or two deaths after that. And it's, the movie's still like a half hour long. It's like, I don't really care anymore. Yeah, I agree. There's nothing, we don't get anything from from Whitney. She's just- 
she's been kidnapped because what she looks like jason's mom because she's yeah. got that old necklace or whatever so then well, i had like flashbacks to batman versus superman <laughs> i was like was her name fucking martha too jesus christ all these people and their mommy issues oh but- god <laughs> that's <laughs> a good point <laughs> So I thought that was kind of like, what the fuck? Didn't really make any sense, but nothing in the reboot really did. Well, and I wanted to ask you about that. I actually wrote that down. Like, so in the second one from the 80s, you know, they they make Jason out to be some kind of, um, I don't want to say slow, but, you know, and he's not, he's not playing with a full deck. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I kind of get that, you know, like somebody that, you know, puts on the sweater and does their hair like his mom would kind of, would kind of get that Mm -hmm. reaction out of him. But the way they made Jason in this, in this, in this reboot, I wouldn't think that that would matter. I wouldn't think that that would be something that would have came back in, in, in the series. Mm -hmm. Do you, did you kind of feel that way too as well or? Yeah. Okay. I didn't really feel like they they didn't really paint that picture of Jason being de- developmentally slow or anything or you know whatever it's called um in in the reboot. You do kind of kind of get that through the original franchise. So, yeah, it didn't really make any sense that this that Whitney could fool him. But we don't know enough about him at this point. Like what are his mental illnesses? What is wrong? You know, like just why what but and I really don't care to know I'm not dying to know (laughs) but I see what you did there thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I didn't get I didn't pick up on that in the reboot so um of him being maybe a little slower where something like that could be enough to slow him down or stop him because she even comes out and she's like Whitney's like oh kind of as his mom like you need to stop it's okay now and then he does I don't know like you I was kind of I mean I'd already fallen asleep like twice by this point so I'm just like mm-hmm. let's just get this over with I'm so tired <laughs> and the way that they you know like the way they have to kill Jason in the series or in the in the old franchises I mean it took a lot like you had to sink them to the bottom of the uh, of the lake or it took I don't know millions of gallons of of acid to to kill him in the eighth one and i mean and even in the fourth one i mean how many stab wounds did he take from tommy jarvis i mean holy cow kid yeah and what they well and then so that was the other thing in the reboot they just dumped his ass in the lake and he wasn't weighted down yeah i was like what yeah (laughs) yeah well, why would you even dump his ass in the lake? You had him in the in the wood chipper. Yeah. Which he doesn't go through the wood chipper. They use a chain to choke him and it pulls him in, but then it just snaps his neck and that's it. Yeah. Which which was, I guess, fine. But no, he's not coming back from that. If you're trying to make it more realistic, mm-hmm. come on now. Let's let's they should have just did something else. Like, I don't but know. It, you you could have like, like Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it's like, there's all these dead bodies all over the fucking place now. And it's like, why wouldn't you just call the cops and, you know, leave Jason 
chained and choked up to the wood chipper thing because or at the very least yeah leave them there and then leave what what they dump the body in the lake and then leave but like all their or you know all those other people are fucking dead yeah i just i don't all understand. over the property and it's like it's a rich kid's property so it's not or his family's property so it's not even like it's a camp thing so this rich kid's dad parents are gonna go up to the cabin for a fun weekend and it's yeah, gonna and be horrible and that's what i didn't understand either about the whole premise of the idea because these i mean so the first part of the movie with those four or five or whatever it was i forget was it five mm. of them i think sure yeah whatever yeah <laughs> we don't even care um yeah so like they're up there to go looking for pot and ca actually camp out and do that stuff the rest of the movie is at some rich kid's parents house that jason like who owned the house before right like what what's going on there because he doesn't seem to go into town but everybody leaves him alone and he leaves them alone mm -hmm. but what's up with this house that's sitting out there that he's attacking now yeah i have no fucking clue is it just too close because doesn't like clay and jenna end up walking end up going to the old camp crystal lake i thought i remember seeing a faded sign before yeah i think yeah that sounds about right so it's nearby but it's someone it's someone else's property he shouldn't be crossing over if he's well, territorial then yeah what's he doing on the rich kid's property well, that's why I asked too, like yeah. who owned the house before and like who owned it before that? Like if this is an ongoing problem at that house, you would figure somebody would just not buy it. Or, you know, you know, every owner that lived here has died by some murderer. Like, I feel like that would be something you would know before you bought the place. They'd have to disclose it, right? I mean, isn't that like a big rule? That I, don't, I don't think you have estate? to. If there's a murder, maybe it's. I don't know. I just, all I know about real estate is what I've seen on TV. So, which is yeah, nothing. I, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> well, that's where we get all our knowledge is from right, TV right. and internet. And the internet. Because why would you just start... go out and make stuff up? Well, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say if they would put, you know, little tidbits of knowledge and, you know, the ads for porn, people would be a lot smarter. Yeah. Oh, like a pop-up video, like educational, like some history facts or something. <laughs> yeah. Like this, this U.S. president served two non-consecutive terms. Well, that would make you go over Cleveland. <laughs> oh, know, we'd all be geniuses. I know, right? <laughs> there, you know what? That might actually be a money-making thing idea right there. I just came up with. Just put some little ads before, like, you know, well, I don't know if you know, but like on Pornhub or whatever, you know, you, when you <gasps> click play, there's like a 20-second ad. But it's always for another porno site. But if you put like actual knowledge stuff up there, like, mm -hmm. did you know the cart, did you know the weight of carbon is and <laughs> stuff like that? You know, people be a lot smarter. You would think so. There was uh, on Netflix, Timmy and I watched a while back. It was uh, Killer Mike and a couple episodes about doing and supporting like black owned and black businesses and how to make people better and smarter. And in one of the episodes, it was making like kind of trade instructional trade videos, but a porno. <laughs> so they, they made a couple of instructional videos, like 
how to take apart a sink, like some fairly basic home repair stuff, all to porno. And they they tested their group and this group of people didn't know how to do these certain things and then blushingly watched the videos and but they did learn something. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was that's what that made me think of. It puts a whole new meeting on edutainment. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Anyways. Um Oh, one thing I wrote down about, at least, so all my notes are pretty much about the remake, except I, I did want to touch on one other thing, but we can do that after a bit. Yeah, yeah. But do you have Sister Christian on your playlist? Um, By Night Ranger? I don't, but it's not something I like skip or anything. Okay. I rock out to it every once in a while. Are you going to, are you going to go music snap now? A little bit, yeah, I am because <laughs> while I'm not gonna rip on Night Ranger, I'm but I am sorry, I do hate that song, Sister Christian. It, it's, I think it's, it's overrated, used a lot. It, yeah, yeah. But to have that, like that guy picked it out to listen to it, I don't know anybody's done that in 30 years, like that just seemed so bizarre to me. So I kind of wrote down, like. When was this actually supposed to be taking place? Because they're using a GPS, but yet he's he seriously pressed play on Night Ranger, Sister Christian. I'm mm. like, okay, I don't really quite get what's make, going on here. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That to me tells me that it's just like the director, editor, someone's, some crew member's favorite song and didn't take into consideration like the age of the cast and the time in which this is setting. That was my take yeah. on it. I was like, oh, someone doesn't care. They're not paying attention. They just well, picked I, their favorite song. Yeah. I feel like I, since I probably missed the music snob thing in our last one, I figured I'd bring it back here. There you go. Yeah. You got a music snob at least once. Like yeah. thing. <laughs> I know. I feel like somebody's, <laughs> somebody's going to listen to that. Uh, the nightmare one and be like, oh, I didn't bitch about the music. Because <laughs> I don't think there was like an actual commercial song played in it. You know what? I don't care uh, that we left. Believe that at the last episode. I'm done with that. Yeah. I don't want to bring that. Up. I don't want to bring that one back up. But what did you think about? So no. So you mentioned earlier that in the second and the third one, and he, even in the sixth and seventh, he uses like a, a, a home built shack. But in this one, it's the actual cabins from the camp. Did you kind of like that change or? Eh, a little bit I guess I mean I did like the tunnels I definitely like the whole tunnel aspect again kind of giving us a little bit of answers as to how he is so fast to go around and murder everyone that they're all scattered all over the place but it just kind of felt like incorporating doing it that way was just their very like thin way to still hold on to the original the original movie and franchise because again the reboot really has nothing to do with the camp or counselors or seeking revenge on counselors or anything like that um but there was one scene where in the reboot where we see jason turn on the lights at the archery range which i thought was kind of interesting because in the original we don't see him turn on the lights at the archery range they just happen to turn on and alice is like oh someone turn them on oh no now they're off again what's happening so i thought that was kind of 
I thought that was a little bit of a fun kind of head Wait, nod wink. That was that archery one though. That was in the first one, right? So that would have been his mom that would have turned on the lights. Yes, yes, his mom that turned on the lights. Sorry. No, it's, it's fine. I was just because now that you mentioned it, yeah, I kind of missed that part. That it, the similarities between between that you know yeah, the first just that- one in the in the remake reboot. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Just that little bit, because then I don't think he actually kills anyone at the, I, I don't remember the sequence of events. Cause again, sleepy and just kind of bored, but yeah, I just remember we see him. It almost, the shot almost looked deliberate of this is Jason shun- like turning on the archery lights. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, do you well, get it? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the whole thing to make him more realistic. Like, you mm-hmm. know, he, he obviously he doesn't have some awesome super night vision or something like that. Yeah. I also wanted to add that that water skiing scene though that was highly unsafe because i think at least in the state of wisconsin if you have a water skier you have to have two people in the boat one to watch where they're going and one to watch the skier so i thought that was unsafe and pretty stupid it's just <laughs> like, just topless. like what the fuck like well i do a topless too so that's i mean that's nice for you <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah just it's fine that, you know, horror movies are going to have sex and titties and all that stuff, right? That's become very tropey in the horror movie genre. Mm -hmm. But I just, a lot of this felt, maybe this is just me becoming an old lady, but I'm like, a lot of this is gratuitous and unnecessary. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm all, I'm all about a decent boob shot or a quick little sex scene just to get the boob shot or whatever. I'm fine with that, but some of these went on way too long. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're 10 minutes, but it's like, okay, we got the idea. Exactly. It's like, yes, we know you're going to have sex and then you're going to die again. A trope. We get it. We've seen, (laughs) we've seen the original Fridays and we we understand that that's, you know, it's a cautionary tale. You don't have premarital sex because if you do, you'll get murdered (laughs) or worse pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah but i was just like are you guys making are you rebooting the movie or are you doing the porno version fucking make up your mind yeah it yeah there was i mean like i said i i don't i don't mind a decent boob shot or a quick little sex scene you know all right i get what's going on because well plus it's 2021 now if i want to watch a sex scene i can literally go to Pornhub and and take my pick you know i don't need to get it from here give me some special effects give me some kills yeah the other thing I wrote down, and I don't know if you've seen, have you seen the movie Legend of Leslie Vernon? No. All right. If you haven't, you really should, because this movie reminded me a bit of that one. And the reason I recommend that one is because the story takes place is a documentary about a serial killer. And Leslie Vernon is, is the serial killer. And this documentary team films him and it shows about how he, how he, know, like he'll sit there and, and nail a window shut or he'll saw a branch just enough. So when they grab it, they fall or, you know, he puts a, a, a timer on, on something so that it'll, the lights go off at the exact right place and all that. It's really, it's really cool. Robert England is in it too, but not for very long, but he's in it as well too. But it was, it, it's really cool. And it kind of made you think like, 
because it shows it shows him working out constantly. He's constantly running. He's constantly lifting weights. He's dig, you know, he's digging tunnels too to so that he can get he can get everywhere he needs to fast. And he's got weapon placements everywhere. And and like even the like even the tool the tool shed you always see people go in. He always like weakens the head of the of the axe or splits the splits the handle on something so it doesn't swing right or doesn't impact as much. So it was the, really cool. All the prep work in being a, an efficient serial killer. Yeah, and it was really well done. I liked the movie. It was really good just for that aspect alone. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Well, and, it, I, and, just, and just that movie, just the way that movie was done made me think of Friday here where, you, you know, you see Jason, he's got all the, the trip wires and bells and stuff and in the tunnels and stuff. So I, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll add that to my list. It sounds kind of interesting. And I just, yeah, pulled it up on Google quick and yeah, kind of like what I'm seeing for the cast and everything and concept sounds fun and interesting. So added to Q. There we go. <laughs> Between the two that we've covered for the horror movies in terms of the originals, which one did, or did I already ask you this? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, which one, which is your favorite between these two? Um, Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, Friday the 13th, easily. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to get a shittier uh, reboot than Nightmare. And yeah. since you came up with this idea, I've been trying to research other ones and I haven't seen a lot of the reboots. So I, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of excited for not the next one, because I think we already know what that one is, but the one after, I'm kind of excited to hear what you pick on that one. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, because I've got I keep building our list. Um, I love this list. And I will have to admit that this wasn't entirely my idea. Uh, I this came up when I was talking with another friend of mine, Eric on this was a while ago too on different uh, topics and, and subjects we could cover. And he had the idea of original versus remake. So again, can't take all the credit, but I will. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I'm yeah, because I haven't seen, I think out of the ones that we've loosely talked about, there's been one where I've seen the remake and liked it. Otherwise, all these other ones that we've talked about, I haven't seen the remakes or reboots or whatever you want to call them. Um, so it's kind of interesting. And now realizing that I'm not necessarily getting a remake, I may get a reboot or a reimagining. I need to take that into consideration to make sure I have enough time to consume it sit with it and then possibly do a second watch if needed because yeah i i wasn't super prepared for a reboot so like i said parts of me liked aspects of 2009 and parts of me did not yeah i feel like things could have been done i, I feel like a lot could have been done a lot better um but yeah just like like we've talked about today the, the few things that i did like so we'll, we'll which see which one which one did you like better, the new Nightmare or new Friday? I like the new, well, I'd have to go new Friday okay. because I, I, I'm a little interested in the re resetting of the continuity and a little, I'll admit, I'm a little curious as to what, if any sequels will be like, um, if we ever get any, whereas with the new Nightmare, I don't give a shit. <laughs> 
Yeah. I just, that was, that's the, it's one of the few movies where I'm like, I want my time back. I will sit and watch a lot of terrible stuff and be like, all right, I did that to myself, but very few times if I'm like, I want, I want that hour, those hours back in this. First off, definitely one of them. First off, don't be knocking killer clowns. Okay. All right. That's an awesome movie. I've never knocked killer clowns. I (laughs) love that movie. I thought you were trying to knock me for that. No, no. I grew up watching that movie and oh God. I haven't watched that probably since the 90s. So, oh, you got to come over. Well, or I'll have to come over when we do another, well, when we do a recording face to face, I'll bring it and we'll, and we'll pop it in. Right on. Oh, maybe we'll just record, like, do a live watch recording for that one or something. Oh, boy. That could be fun. Um, or a disaster. But, or a disaster. <laughs> but I was, but after you said that, yeah, definitely uh, New Friday over a New Nightmare. Do you happen to think, though, because I just thought of this now, that because, oh, what the hell is his name? I just had it. Derek, uh, Derek Mears did such a good job as Jason in that, what was the other guy's name that did? Freddie did such a, I thought he did a bad job. Yeah, the uh, Haley guy. Um, I can't think of his name, but he, I thought he did okay. I've only seen him in like maybe one, two other roles and I've enjoyed his performances. So I thought he, he did okay. But I think where with, with nightmare, it was a lot of the effects and the storytelling, I think for me. So I think he could have been, I think it maybe if given better writing and effects and everything, he could have maybe really had a chance to shine as a, as a good Freddie and really come into his own. Derek Weir's as Jason. I think he did a great job he's got the build and that kind of hovering scary <laughs> statuesque like oh my god what the fuck is that about him so but i like yeah, I, like I mean that's just kind of what i thought too is because just the way that i didn't like the way the other guy did freddie but the way that Derek mears actually like brought new life and actually i thought he did an amazing job that's kind of why you at least like this a little more than you probably should. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Now, between the two, like Nightmare, like especially the original Nightmare versus the original Friday the 13th, I love the original Nightmare. I think out of between yes. the two franchises, I'm I'm a Nightmare gal. Um, Friday's always been, you know, decent, but never, not my favorite between the two. So for me to be like, oh no, Friday reboot, I do dig is that's a little not conflicting, but I'm just kind of like, it's just goes to show what, what can the good that can come out of some of these reboots in a sense. I don't know. Did I mention I'm a little hungover? No, <laughs> I'm a little hungover, but it happens. <laughs> so, but it happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as I'm, I'm actually surprised that I like the rebooted Friday as much as I do. Well, to be fair, like right now, no. we've only got one other movie to compare to right now with with the other nightmare. So it's not like that bar is too big to, or too high to get over. So. That's true. So, but I'm I'm excited to keep going on with our uh, with this whole theme of the original versus remakes. I mean, like I said, adding to the list and just thinking like, oh my god, when are we going to do all of these? Because it's so exciting. <laughs> and it is fun. a lot of fun. Uh, the only other thing I wrote down that I want to at least touch on is how do you think this did for the lore of Jason? Like, did it add to it? Did it 
did it kind of make you think a little more? Does it make you respected? You're like, oh man, this drove it down terribly. It definitely makes me think about it a little more. Um, I, I, I think I kind of like the, the twist and it almost seems like they just kind of compacted it within this reboot. So they took the lore of Jason that spanned over at least the first four movies and, and squished it down into this. So we don't get Mrs. Voorhees as the killer. We get Jason straight away. He goes from burlap sack to hockey mask. So to set it up where he is the main killer right away, I kind of like that. But then it doesn't, again, with the original, it doesn't leave any room for a major twist that, oh my God, it was his mom the whole time. So I don't feel like we'll get any big twists if the rebooted franchise were to continue. They had an opportunity, I think, with this reboot to throw in some kind of major twist and, and didn't. So I think that's going to end up hurting it as well in the long run. But I, I do well, think I was, it's a bit interesting. I was going to ask. So like with, with the new development of, of the Jason character itself, it, and it makes, it makes me kind of think, what if that IMDb trivia is correct? And we've, we were to find out in subsequent sequels that he is luring people in there. That, I thought that could be a twist or something mm -hmm. that you could find out later in a, in a sequel or maybe yeah. even hint at something like that, even in this first one. But yeah, and I, you know, and I'd be all right with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I kind of like this idea that he's, there's more thought behind his psychosis, yeah. <laughs> behind his murdering ways. And because I think that makes him scarier, make, will make this version, would make that version scarier. Whereas, yes. you know, we don't really get that in the original franchise. So to kind of set it up to be like, no, no, he knows what he's doing. He's put in a lot of thought. He understands physics. <laughs> yeah, he, he understands the world in a, in a good enough way that he can use it to his advantage. Exactly. I kind of dig that. I think I'm okay with that. What about you? Um, yeah, I, I feel like with, with, this, with this 2009 one, I, I do, it did make me think and, and kind of, you know, stop and pause. I think I do like this new Jason. I really, I really think it's a nice different take. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's nothing wrong with a big hulking Jason, just, you know, machining people into trees all the time. I mean, yeah, he gets a little mm -hmm. creative in some of the other ones in six and seven and eight, but I was kind of wondering too that, and I've been trying, I was trying to look up earlier, like, did they have any ideas for sequels? Because the only consistent character in the franchise other than Jason is Tommy Jarvis, who was only in four, five, and six. Mm -hmm. So I wondered if they were going to do a hint at that, maybe somewhere down the line. See, I thought I that would have been interesting. Yeah. And I think I read on the IMDb, there was something about trying to incorporate the, the Tommy character in the reboot. Um, but then I guess it was tabled or they didn't follow through, or maybe it was something they were going to try and do in a sequel, but cause they had reached out to one of the original actresses from the original Friday to come play a role, whether it was her original role or something a little different. And then I think she was like, yeah, sure. No problem. But then the studio came back and decided they didn't want anyone from the original. 
Hmm. I wanted just all fresh, fresh new faces, fresh meat. So I'm like, okay, so you're really trying to reestablish your own lore, your own stories, and just kind of rebuilding on top of that franchise. I'm like, well, all right. I mean, if you're not going to, I, I guess that's all right. If that's the route you're going to go and you don't want to include any, anyone's from the original, because then again, I think we'll run into a lot of continuity error issues <laughs> yeah. that we'd have to pick apart and oh, who's got that kind of time. And if I, if I was younger and this is, if this was my first introduction to the Jason franchise, I'd feel a little peeved off knowing that the original had this awesome twist at the end and you get robbed of that in this. Mm -hmm. I would agree. I'm not, so that's why I'm always a little hesitant about remakes and reboots because I feel like they, they, they try to take, especially when, when it's a series like, you know, like nightmare or, or Friday that they got to condense all the cool things from those into this one movie. So a lot of the twists and turns get left out. So. Mm-hmm. Cause they're too busy. Yeah. Cause like they're too busy building in all these little Easter eggs and nods to original fans to try and lure them into watching their shitty movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. I mean, if, and the same thing for nightmare. I mean, mm-hmm. if you, if you, if this is your first dance into, you know, the nightmare on Elm streets, you're going to start oh. off with this turd and you're going to hate the rest of them. You're not going to enjoy yep. all the, all the fun stuff from the first I'll say three. Well, not even, I hated the second one. So (laughs) yeah, no, I agree. I, yeah, there was, like I said, they didn't relieve any room for any twists. And I think you're right because maybe they were trying to do too much of squeezing in different aspects of the original sequels and stuff. So, I mean, I don't know why a studio would want to take on remaking cult classics that have a diehard fan base picky fan base because no matter what you're going to do you're going to fuck it up Mm -hmm. you know we we saw that with nightmare and then even though this one friday came out before the new nightmare version it's almost like they they did the reboot with friday that didn't really work so and i'm blaming michael bay because his name popped up both times yeah so then with yeah (laughs) so then with with nightmare they're like okay let's make it more of a remake and just sprinkle in a couple other little things, minor tweaks here. Well, that was even worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God they stopped after that. So I don't understand why they need to, like there's plenty of like shitty movies that maybe were the the plot, the storyline is really, really good, but the execution was shit. Remake those, do those yeah. well, tell those great stories that, had the bad acting or not the greatest writing, whatever, and make them better, improve on those. I don't understand the need to remake stuff that people have already loved. I get you want to try and grab a new audience and keep making money under that franchise, but you're not going to do it well. Yeah, (laughs) It's it's too tricky. It's too much of a gamble. Do you think that if they would have just went and... I'm not quite sure how you would go about doing it, but just made a sequel instead of a remake slash reboot. Would that be enticing to people? 
Maybe. I mean, isn't that what they've basically done with Halloween and the more recent Halloweens? Like, that's still, they're all sequels from the original, right? See, so that that part is true, that, like, one through five are supposed to be a line, even though three doesn't count. It's supposed to be one line, and then I think it goes to halloween h2o was the next one or something and that was supposed to continue off like right after the first one and then like somebody else did another one that's supposed to continue off right after the first one and then they did like two more off that one it i i there's a there's a i i looked at it earlier um there yeah there's a I want I don't want to say line chart or anything, but it's like a spider web of how all the remakes go and how they're all tied to the at least the first one, if not to somehow to each other. But I'm also going to be honest and say, I have never seen a Halloween movie. Really? It is on my list. I really want to get into it. I just haven't had it. I mean, I'm trying to find like I got Shutter and I haven't looked it up quite yet. I've been working too much. But I've been looking to see if I can get all of the Halloween movies and just binge them one day and just oh, watch all of them. I've seen, I, I remember the first one. And I will admit Halloween, between these top three, Nightmare Friday and, and Halloween, Halloween was my least favorite of the three. I, I don't know why. But so I've only seen the first one. I did end up seeing H2O. Um, cause I think the star in that one was Josh Hartnett. Cause that came out in the nineties and he was like, he was really hot at the time. I mean, physically and just career wise. I was going to say <laughs> physically or career wise. I was going to ask. Both. Um, because yeah, they don't have plays, to be mutually exclusive. Right. But he played, um, cause he's, I think Jamie Lee Curtis's character's uh, son. And so Michael's coming back and still tormenting the family. But then I didn't watch any of the other ones after that. But I think wasn't there one like last year that came out that did bring Jamie Lee Curtis back into the main role, the main kind of final girl role. And I, she goes I, up against her brother one last time. I feel like she was in. I think she, I mean, she would have been in all of them. I don't know. Well, I know. No, that doesn't sound right. Cause no. I don't think she was in. Yeah, the listeners can beat me up for the up over this later, but I don't. I think she was never in any of the Rob Zombie ones, so. Uh, but I feel like I feel like she was. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Let. I'm. Yeah. I feel like that should just be its own episode. <laughs> what Rob, uh, Rob Zombies? Yeah. Oh, please don't make me watch any of those. <laughs> I I I watch. I don't want to do it either, so it's all right. <laughs> Good. Okay. Cause like house of a thousand corpses. Okay. It was, it was all right. I hated the two after that. Oh, I couldn't even finish the third one. I just turned it off and I, I rarely ever just give up like that. I just yeah. gave up. I totally was not into it. I cannot stand what it, whatever that girl's name is. Oh my God. I think yeah. she's a terrible actress. I we I saw House of a Thousand Corpses and I was just like okay I was thoroughly disappointed, um, and then just had no interest to watch any uh, anything else after that. Although I think I did see the second one because it was then just like the Captain Spaulding, the girl, and whoever else. 
yeah on their little killing spree that one i actually liked more than house of a thousand corpses but then i never saw the third one um and then anytime i hear that rob zombie's making his version of a horror movie or franchise i just i roll my eyes i'm like you need to stop yeah <laughs> he'll he'll be the butt of all our jokes like michael bay then. why why are they so bad how it's i i yeah they're not good i wish he would stop and i feel like all of his movies are just it's the same script every mm-hmm. time like it's nothing but that blonde laughing or stupid laugh and and dick jokes and pussy jokes and and, and then he was sprinkling sprinkling some blood and guts and boom you got a movie like it's I mean, I know I make it sound like every other slasher movie out there, but these but ones are just worse. They're bad. <laughs> they're not done well. It can be done well, and it can clearly not be done well. So yeah. Oh, don't worry. I we well, we've got plenty of el- of other stuff on our plate. We don't need to add Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, if if you if you add that to the list, I'm gonna stop taking your calls. I'm just gonna just straight up ghost your ass. I'm be like, nope, not doing it. I would totally understand. I, yeah, I wouldn't blame you at all. So I'd probably have Tim take my phone from me. And that's saying a lot. (laughs) My phone, it's my third child. (laughs) And the one, and the one you love the most. Exactly. (laughs) So valuable. Cost me almost the most, but anyways. Yeah. (laughs) So, so final thoughts on Friday reboot. I would go with it if, if it's your first introduction into the into the Jason genre, you could do worse. If I mean, I, my the worst one in the series for me is Jason Goes to Hell. That was just absolutely putrid. So if you start with that one, well, congratulations, you at least got the crappiest one out of the way. But there you go. <laughs> it, but it, but it could it could seriously turn you off to the to this to the whole series and franchise, but. I, I really like what they were trying to do with this particular Jason in this in this reboot, and you won't see any of that in in any of the other ones. It's it's just this is a complete almost one off. I want to say if it's if it wasn't for the hockey mask and the name Jason, this could have been its own movie, and I think it may have been actually better than. Yeah. I don't know if you agree with that. So. Yeah, I think if it wasn't tied to the Friday, it would have been an okay horror movie but i think because it's got the name you know the title and it's trying to be a part of all of that there was the expectation versus the reality and for me it's they they were so different but like you i like what they were what they did with this with the jason character and i i would actually you know if you are curious i'm not gonna discourage you from watching this movie i would be curious as to what your take is whether you're a fan of the originals or not, just like, yeah, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Hit me up. Comment. Yeah, I feel I, I want to know. I want do you think that this one, this movie could have started a whole new franchise in and of itself if they didn't have it be Jason? I mean, they could have, but then I think if it was a completely separate entity from the Friday franchise then there would have been too much criticism on how it was so similar to the Friday or yeah, to the Friday franchise. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a damned, if you do damned, if you don't, if you don't, 
if they would have tried to make something quote original people would have called it out and been like this is more like a reboot why didn't you just you know like you might as well just call the character like i was gonna say joshua or something (laughs) you know just that minor you know it's still a j name whatever but yeah i think with minor with maybe certain changes this could have absolutely worked as its own maybe start of a franchise possibly i would start with the cast fire every single one of them yes yes i i I thought the acting was was way over the top and and i thought the writing stupendous tits yeah (laughs) you know like come on now if 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 that's what i'm taking away from your movie you sucked at writing i'm sorry yeah Yeah. the script was crap so yep get rid of the script get rid of the the cast and yeah start over which hopefully in 30 years when both Cunningham and Miller die and this lawsuit dies, hopefully we can get a new, a new one, but right now it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So, and maybe by then a remake is, will be just what the franchise will need versus a reboot, like a straight up remake, a remake of the reboot. Oh God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. Like we just got done saying, if it wasn't for the, 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 the actors in the lines, like, yeah, I mean, in and of itself, it could have been a good movie. Yeah. Maybe just make it a silent film. There you go. Yeah, wait, <laughs> a lot of talking. <laughs> and I also thought it was kind of interesting that, um, and this is just my own little nerd self, but Jared Padalecki uh, starred in this movie, which was a remake, well, reboot of uh, a classic 80s horror movie. Uh, Jared Padalecki stars in or starred in Supernatural. His co-star Jensen Eccles uh, also did a remake of an old horror movie, My Bloody Valentine. I've seen both Hmm. versions like a long, long time ago. And I remember not hating them. So maybe we can add My Bloody Valentine to our list. I would definitely be into that. I think I've seen the original once already. Get a little little Jensen fix for me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but while we hammer out the rest of our ongoing, ever-growing list of shit we're going to talk about, uh, just want to say thanks for listening, everyone, as usual. Um, appreciate the support. It's so nice to be liked, tolerated. Um, Josh, thank you for joining me today and, again, making me watch shitty movies. I got a few more in the pipeline for you. Don't worry. You pick the good ones. I'll pick the bad ones. How about that? Sounds good. I'll do my best. Until then, everyone, thanks for listening. Keep streaming. Bye. Bye.